0: And you're welcome back to The Last Word. Time now, as it is every Wednesday afternoon, for our personal finance slot. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor with The Irish Independent, is with us. Charlie, good afternoon to you. A couple of things we want to go through today with you. But let's start off with supermarkets. And I'm sure lots of people over the last number of months have been inundated with vouchers and potential money-off schemes that supermarkets offer with loyalty programmes. Do we actually end up making money off these or are the supermarkets making off of these?
1: I think you're right on the second uh, question there, Ian. Yeah, they're a false economy. The supermarkets tend to make out of these things. Um, And and it's at a time when we're watching our spending, family budgets are squeezed. Food inflation is up nearly 7% uh, in in July figure show. But um, yeah, interesting research, Ian, that shows that supermarket money off vouchers and loyalty promotions, they actually encourage us to overspend. And the average overspend per shop is about €9 per shop. If you total that up, you're, you're, you're close to 500 euros over a year, what? 477 euros. It's a lot of money. And you know what? That, funny enough, is around the same amount that Cantar um, research estimate that uh, food bills will go up this year. And so, you know, if, if you drop the old loyalty programs, you, you may save yourself. It could be quids in. How, does, you know, how,
0: t- how are they managing to do this? Take us through some of the research.
1: Yeah, it's it's research that was done by Coin Research. Now it was funded by Aldi, as we know, those German discounters, Aldi and Lidl. They don't do these kind of money off vouchers and and loyalty promotions or loyalty cards, mind you. To get you in other ways, because have the <laughs> mid aisles, you know, and you, you tend to go in for avoid it. Sure it Exactly. You come out with another set of screwdrivers you don't need. But anyway, you know, what it is typically with these things, Ian, uh, you get 10 euros off on a voucher for every 50 euros you spend, as long as you spend that within 10 days. So if you've got a family and your weekly shop is 150 euros, you you, you know, you're going to get 30 euros off the next shop. But as you know, and, you know, and we all have experienced this, you're in the queue, somebody's packing their bags, and they realize that they want to get to 150, they've only got to 142. So they leave the bags, they run off down the aisle and grab something for 8 euros to bring them up to the 150. Now, that's an 8 euro spend they don't need, and they're just trying to get to the voucher value. And, um, you know, the, the, the research has found that this leads to food waste because people are buying stuff, you know, the buy one, get one free, that kind of thing and, you know, buying stuff because they think it's on, 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 on offer when they don't need it. So if it's leading to food waste, that's bad for all sorts of reasons. Environmental, obviously and, uh, you know, we're throwing out food, it's creating waste. Um, and the other thing is, you know, uh, people feel that those buy one buy one get one free or 3 for 2 or whatever they just they they need overspending as well so i remember it's best charlie, to avoid avoid those
0: charlie i remember a few years ago i think it was tesco was complaining about a heavy level of discounting with vouchers in ireland was causing it problems
1: yeah, well, look, you know, they're quite. This is how the supermarkets maintain maintain their their market share, and that's extremely competitive, as you know. It figures out every month, Ian, and there, you know, there's there's only slight differences in the market share, but you know, particularly at Christmas and Easter and back to school times. The, the, the supermarkets with these loyalty schemes um, and voucher offers they'll be sending out extra uh, vouchers at around that time to get people to spend and they do it a lot at christmas and that's often how they, they get themselves back up you know and as as the, the top for market share or whatever which is terribly important to these uh supermarkets so and remember well so with the loyalty schemes you know one of these fobs that you, you scan when you're doing your shopping they get an awful vast quantity of information about you. They can almost tell what you're going to spend every week. And 50% of us end up spending more under a loyalty scheme. (laughs) Because some of the
0: supermarkets Uh, then send you out vouchers saying, well, we've noticed you've shopped for this and here is is cent off or 50 cent off or something. Surely that's money back in your pocket.
1: Well, they're often targeting something that you only buy occasionally and it's probably got a good profit margin on it, you know. So you've got to be very wary of these things. It's, they're not quite the sweet deal sometimes that you think they are. Uh, you know, s- shops in- engage in an awful lot of expensive research and trying to work out why we spend and what we spend and pushing us, tempting us just to go that bit further on stuff. You know, for example, you know, the, the stuff all at eye level, as you know, that's that tends to be the expensive stuff where if you bend down or if you stretch up, you know that you're probably going to get better value there uh you know the own brands as we know tend to be an awful lot cheaper so people are buying those a, a lot you can spend you can cut your your spend by up to half by going for the own, own brand so i think we just need to be wise to what supermarkets are doing we need supermarkets we need them to be competitive i mean it's a, it's a it's a there's a budgetary pressure at the moment but we don't want to get sucked into the tricks that they're using to get us to overspend either uh you know so i mean you get to the checkout as well avoid those treats there. You know, that all that kind of thing goes on uh, you know the centre oil as I say and uh, sometimes you know the smartest thing to do maybe in is to shop online where there's no pressure you know uh, you know and, and certainly have a list the, the, these are the kind of things you need to do to, to, just to counter what the shop is trying to do I mean obviously they're in it to make money you, you, you're in it to save money so you know it's a battle of wills and, and just, just be aware of what they're at so that we you don't end up on you know, spending nearly 500 euros extra a year that you do not need to be spending particularly at the moment
0: yeah, and just some some of the other research there you mentioned can't, the Cantor research. God, people go to the supermarket fifty three times per year. It's it, it's that's a lot. You know, what happened to the big weekly shop everybody used to do?
1: Yeah, I suppose people are breaking it down a bit more now, and they're kind of you know they're going to different shops. They're not they're, they're trying to get out of the habit of going to the same Which shop. Which means you're going all to end up spending
0: more because you'll just I'll pick something up here or I'll pick something up in the other one.
1: Yeah, you know you can in some ways, you know, but you know, so you have to be very careful and people are, p- are switching to own brands as well there's a big trend towards that from the Kantar Search. so you know the, 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 there's a lot of different trends coming out people are people are now very very uh, savvy and and, and cost conscious and they have to be because you know there's there's a huge pressure on and there's, there's you know there's prices are the producers and the suppliers are, are huge problems with supply chains and energy prices going up, so there 's pressure on prices all over the place, so we need to be terribly terribly careful all of us uh, and 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 don 't buy things you don 't want basically if you don't need it you know if you don't want it don't buy it and don't be don 't feel you have to do it because of some promotion or some uh, you know it's, it's a sticker on it is is the sticker necessarily mean that it's good value? Doesn't always mean that as well. You need to be careful.
0: You mentioned there some of the earlier research about the about the vouchers that was carried out on behalf of Aldi. They don't do these loyalty schemes. How do they manage to get customers in? Because a lot of people will say, "Well, look, I can get a voucher, I can get a free voucher, or money off."
1: Well, they say that they, they don't engage in any of that kind of vouchers or promotions or, um, uh, you know, loyalty cards or any of that. that you, they just give you straight discounts and try to offer as good a value as possible. But as I say, you know, there there are other ways that they do get you. They, there often is high margin stuff in the middle aisle that, you know, you you will particularly men in particular, we're very guilty of this, buying stuff that you don't need. So, you know, if you just stick to to the food and then the the household goods that you need, fine. Don't get tempted by the other stuff. But, you know, that's how they compete. It's just a straight deal here. We're not offering you any frills. There's no vouchers. There's no money off schemes or uh, loyalty promotions. It's just we're trying to keep the prices down as low as we can is what they say they're doing.
0: Did we ever find out how much money or how much profit the big supermarket chains are making? I know some of the discount chains do publish their accounts, but have we ever seen how much Duns and Tesco make out of Ireland?
1: No, that's a real mystery, isn't it? We you know and and years ago there was there was a, a famous famous piece of analysis done by a stockbroking firm about Tesco where this country was described as treasure island because the margins were very high here, the profit margins. We don't know because Dunn Stores is unlimited. Uh, we, we, bit of an idea from the Musgrave group, uh, but then an awful lot of those shops are franchises are owned separately. Uh, and we do, we don't know what Tesco, they don't break down the country figures here. So it's very difficult to get a handle on, on what the profit margins are. It's a very competitive business, to be fair to them, though, we, you know, I wouldn't be completely condemning them. They do. They do try to match each other's prices very carefully, so you know uh, at least that. But but we, we have a suspicion that's very profitable, and we just don't know know that. We do seem but, to um, have,
0: we do seem to have some canny shoppers in Ireland. Because Charlie, we've been people have been texting into WhatsApp 087 4100 102 You only lose money on the money off vouchers if you buy things you don't need. If one box of cereal will do, buy one because you will get you it will go off. Buy offers and non buy offers a non perishable. If you are actually saving, check the per kilo price to compare. Than the price on the shelf. Don't buy what you don't need. It needs a bit of thought into it. There are people out there who are looking to game the system.
1: Yeah, there are smart. They sound like smart people because they're absolutely right. You, you know, certainly don't buy uh, perishable stuff just because it's on a. Uh, three-for-two offer or whatever you know if it's something like uh, detergents or toilet rolls and you're going to need you know you they'll store but buy them if they're on offer that makes absolute sense and yes if you can do that try and price per, ki- per kilogram that is a very clever way of operating it, it's difficult to do they don't make it easy the other problem we have of course is shrinkflation you know you, you might have been buying you but you buy the same thing uh, and still the same price, but the actual contents of the jar or the packet is much smaller. There's no, there's very very difficult to counter that, but you know other than trying to avoid the, the the expensive brands, but yeah, stick to the list. Don't go with the kids. These are all smart ways of 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 of, of countering what the shops are at to try and get us to, to, to spend more. Uh, Here's somebody else
0: texting in. The supermarkets have short dates in necessities, which means you have to go to go more than once per week. We're going to be talking about those uh, best before and used by dates in the next hour. But Charlie, I want to move on to another story which you've been writing about and something that I pay a lot of interest in is the banks and the banking sector. And of course, the big controversy a couple of weeks ago was AIB looking to get rid of cash services and a number of its branches. It did roll back on the decision, but you've been looking at what you call the sneaky tactics they are using to drive us away from the branch.
1: Yeah, there's very strong allegations made by the the Banking Service Union, the Financial Services Union, basically that the banks are using sneaky underhand tactics to get us to stop using branches. And particularly this happened during COVID. And in a submission to the government's retail banking strategy, the FSU union are saying, they're deliberately understaffing branches. And, you know, there's long queues. So you don't want to go into a branch. It's trying to discourage you away from a branch so that you'll go online and you'll use digital payments rather than cash. They're also saying that the the banks deliberately are not answering phones. They haven't got sufficient staff. Now, that was found by an investigation done by a mystery shopper type uh, investigation done by the central bank. They found people could wait two hours to get through to a phone line to a bank. If you need to speak to somebody, it's very difficult. And the FSU union says as well, look, they're deliberately not quickly repairing atms again that's the use of cash which is expensive for banks in terms of security transporting it and this is what aab were at as you know ian they were trying to you know stop using cash in 70 branches because it would save them a lot of money uh but you know and and and, and this is where there's a, a, a an interesting report my colleague john oil had today showing that three out of four atms are now owned and operated by Unregulated cash distribution companies. You know, Bank of Ireland sold seven hundred uh, ATMs there in in twenty twenty to 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 uh, Euronet, and uh, the, the fear is they're not regulated, so they could start charging for those. So, you know, again, it's it, all of this is is these are all ways that we don't we don't go into branches. And remember, AIB and Bank of Ireland—they've closed about a hundred branches between them. In the last eighteen months, now most of those were, were Bank of Ireland. So, you know, th- there's a real sense that banks are trying to push you away from the ex- use of cash, which is expensive. And this is despite the fact that the central bank and the European central bank say we should still have the option of using cash. It's you know we need that choice how we, of how we pay for well. Here's goods one for Here's
0: one for you, Charlie. I found I'm just going back a couple of years ago now. That even some of the services on the ATMs that you could have paid bills and do other things with them, you couldn't do that with the bank ATMs anymore.
1: Yeah, and and you know, and the and the, 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 the they're not I'm more much use. Than, you know, I'm more you have to
0: happy to use the machine. I don't need to talk to a person.
1: Yeah, you know, and you, 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 this is why they're trying to get you into you, to use automatic machines in branches. But also as well, when when AIB you know did that <laughs> massive misstep or mistake, as they call it themselves, and talked about getting turning seventy branches into you know no longer, no longer accepting cash. They were taking out the ATMs as well. You know, so. You know, you you wouldn't have a branch that that that, that uh, w- w- where you could queue up at a counter, and the ATM was going as well. So there's that whole shift trying to get us away from using cash because it is so expensive. But people still want that option. There's still 13 billion euros worth of withdrawals made from ATMs in this country every year. Now that's way down, particularly during COVID, when we were discouraged from using money on the basis that it could transmit the the, the, the disease, but you know, it's still a lot of cash out there, and for certain cohorts—older people, poorer people—cash is still very, very important.
0: I am more than happy to use. I am more than happy to use the ATMs as long as you don't take away some of the services. You can use them for Charlie Weston, personal finance editor from the Irish Independent. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. The last word with Matt Cooper weekdays from four thirty.